Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, September 25th. On this date in 1957, members of the U.S. Army's 101st Airborne Division escorted nine black students into Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. The students had been forced to withdraw because of unruly white crowds. On this date in 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor was sworn in as the first female justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. And for your morning, y'all, trivia question, on this date in 2016, we lost golf legend Arnold Palmer, who died at age 87. Palmer had a famous drink named after him. Can you name the two classic ingredients in that drink? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's get a look at that Monday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovide. Starting out this morning with temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Little warm, little muggy outside. Plenty of sunshine today. 85 at lunchtime. We go in the upper 80s. Close to 90 degrees this afternoon. Fairly hot Monday, but changes on the way. Tomorrow's still in the upper 80s, but we do start to bring in a few more clouds and the chance of a couple of showers and storms as well on Wednesday. But the temperatures will change from 88 on Tuesday to 80 degrees. So we will be dropping with the temperatures from Wednesday through Friday. Small chance of rain Thursday and Friday right now looks dry as we head toward the weekend with high temperatures in the low 80s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. Today, former President Donald Trump is bringing his presidential campaign to Somerville. Trump is the third presidential candidate to visit Dorchester County recently and is set to meet with voters and supporters at Sportsman Boats. Our Alicia of Wimberley joins us live now, and she was able to hear from both the South Carolina Democratic and Republican parties on what they had to say ahead of Trump's visit here to the Palmetto State. Alicia Va. Katie Shelby, there won't be any sparring, but former President Donald Trump will be stepping into the political arena once again as he appeals to his South Carolina supporters. Today's stop in Somerville, according to his campaign website, was announced less than two weeks ago. The last time Trump was in the Palmetto State was in August to speak at the Silver Elephant Gala, an annual fundraiser for the South Carolina Republican Party. Trump will speak at Sportsman Votes at 3 p.m. and doors will open at noon. We, of course, asked the GOP how they're feeling about Trump's visit today in Dorchester County GOP Chairman Stephen Wright says the road to the White House is through Dorchester County and South Carolina picks presidents. Well, there is no disputing that President Trump is the front runner in this presidential primary. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, is he delivered on a lot of conservative priorities uh, during his four years in the White House. And the other fact is, is that America cannot afford four more years of Joe Biden. The Dorchester and Berkeley County Democratic Party gave statements on Trump's arrival today, saying they're not worried at all. Chairman Ralph Prelu from Berkeley County even saying their confidence in President Biden remains as strong as ever. Uh, the Democratic Party is very confident. Uh, we are very confident in the progress made. We are very confident in what he has done as president. We are very confident in what Vice President Kamala Harris has done as well. So we're confident going into 2024, and we're confident that when, 20, when November 2024 hits, we're going to be at another just continuing the progress. That's all, we, that's all we're worried about at this point. President Biden will remain the president after November 2024. 
Now, tickets for this event were on a first-come, first-served basis, and people are already behind me, Katie and Shelby. Now, if you were unable to get a ticket inside the venue, we will be following the story all day, and you can find all the latest on Trump's visit right here on Live 5 News. Reporting live in Dorchester County, Alicia Wimberly, Live 5 News. Thank you, Alicia. With the former president visiting the low country today, the Dorchester County Sheriff's Office says you should expect some delays on Highway 78 from the Somerville town limits of the Berlin G. Myers Parkway all the way to Jedburgh at Mallard and Jedburgh Road. The Sheriff's Office says you can't expect those delays from noon until 5 this evening. The second Republican presidential debate is coming up later this week with Trump being notably absent from the candidate list. The former president will instead travel to Michigan on Wednesday where he'll meet with striking auto workers. As of Thursday of last week, six candidates qualify for the second debate, which is happening at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in California. Those candidates are Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, former Vice President Mike Pence, and South Carolina, Carolina Senator Tim Scott. As that debate inches closer, the Republican National Committee says it would like to see Trump debate. The RNC chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, says she wants him to attend the debate before the primaries, and she says the other candidates would like him there as well. Former President Trump skipped the first Republican debate last month, has said it will unlikely, it'll be unlikely that he'll debate any of his fellow GOP rivals. Over the weekend, President Biden attended the annual Phoenix Awards Dinner hosted by the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation during its 52nd annual legislative conference. The dinner recognized people who've significantly contributed to society while uplifting and empowering the black community globally. Biden attended the dinner alongside Vice President Kamala Harris, where White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre was awarded, was honored with that award. President Biden took to the podium to comment on the looming government shutdown and on former President Donald Trump. Because democracy is at stake and let there be no question. Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans are determined to spread anger, hate, and division. They seek power at all costs. They're determined to destroy this democracy. I cannot watch that happen, nor can you. And I'll always defend, protect, and fight for our democracy. President Biden is expected to walk the picket lines alongside the United Auto Workers strike tomorrow. The move was made by the president after Trump announced he was skipping the second GOP debate to walk the picket lines on Wednesday. South Carolina Senator and GOP presidential hopeful Tim Scott is slamming President Biden's plan to join the UAW picket line in Michigan. Scott had this suggestion for the president during an interview yesterday. Take a listen. But instead of having a president on the picket line, we need this president on the border, the southern border. President Biden posted on social media that he wants to stand in solidarity with the men and women of UAW as they fight for a fair share of the value they helped create. Meanwhile, Scott will be on stage for the second GOP primary debate on Wednesday. Right now, the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office is searching for a suspect in connection to an armed robbery. Take a really good look at this picture on your screen here. Deputies say this person was captured on a security camera at the Piggly Wiggly store in Andrews. They say the suspect confronted the manager of the store as he arrived to open up at a 7 yesterday morning. Anyone with information is asked to call the number listed on your screen. It's 843-546-5102. A motion has been granted to dismiss evidence collected during search warrants executed on Rick Chow. He's a Columbia gas station owner 
who's accused of killing 14-year-old Cyrus Cormac Belton back in May. On Thursday, a judge wrote that the search warrant lacked probable cause and violated Chow's Fourth Amendment rights, as well as rights under the South Carolina Constitution. The search warrants were obtained back in July and allowed investigators to search Chow's home and business. Evidence collected included his personal laptop with banking information on them. Chow's defense argues the search exceeded the scope of the investigation. Prosecutors, meanwhile, say the state needed access to the items to find store policies on shoplifting. NAACP branch opened its doors this weekend to a new facility with the goal of promoting advocacy and awareness for underrepresented communities. Our Caitlin Ashbaugh heard from members about the progress that's made and the work still to be done for that longstanding organization. The Charleston NAACP has more than 100 years of service and a long list of progress behind it, but they say this new building is a milestone for balancing out the scale. On the corner of Spring Street and Rutledge Avenue sits the recently opened NAACP branch. Dozens of members and the public welcomed the new facility on Sunday with a special dedication ceremony. Members explained to me that they were hoping the move would present a wider range of opportunities and care for the underrepresented in the area. They've been headquartered on Spring Street before and also Columbus Street, but their outreach remains citywide. Since 1917, the branch has addressed race-based discrimination within many forms, including health care, employment, incarceration, education, and more. As you would note with our emblem, there's a scale there. And that scale is because things are unbalanced, it's uneven. Unfortunately, uh, those who have the powers or the resources are not sharing them fairly and properly. If you want to learn more about the Charleston NAACP branch and the new facility they have, you can head to this web story at life5news.com. Reporting in the newsroom, I'm Caitlin Ashbaugh. Dorchester School District 2 is set to recognize Fort Dorchester basketball head coach Katrina McLean on her induction into the International Basketball Federation Hall of Fame. McLean was inducted into the Hall of Fame last month. Fort Dorchester announced she would lead the basketball team in March earlier this year. She's one of the most decorated athletes that the Charleston area has ever produced. McLean has earned two Olympic gold medals, was named the 1987 National Player of the Year while at Georgia, and was elected into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2012. DD2's school board is set to honor her during tonight's meeting at 6 p.m. Today, former President Donald Trump is heading to the Low Country. Trump is one of a handful of presidential candidates to visit Dorchester County recently. He's set to meet and greet voters and supporters at Sportsman Boats in Somerville this afternoon. Our Alicia Wimberly joins us now from Somerville, where that event will be taking place. So, Alicia, tell us more about what's happening today. Good morning. Katie Shelby, there won't be any sparring, but former President Donald Trump will be stepping into the political arena once again as he appeals to his South Carolina supporters. This stop in Somerville, according to his campaign website, is what was announced less than two weeks ago. The last time Trump was in the Palmetto State was in August to speak at the Silver Elephant Gala, an annual fundraiser for the South Carolina Republican Party. Trump will speak at Sportsman Boats at 3 p.m. and doors will open at noon. Tickets for this event were on a first-come, first-served basis. And if you were unable to get tickets inside the venue, we'll be following the story all day. And you can find all the latest on Trump's visit right here on Life 5 News. Reporting in Dorchester County, Alicia Wimberly, Life 5 News. Alicia, thank you. Former South Carolina governor and Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley has unveiled her economic proposal. She calls it the Freedom Plan, and it includes cutting middle-class taxes as well as tackling inflation and the national debt. 
According to the proposal, Haley would veto any budget that doesn't contribute to reducing the U.S. economy to pre-COVID level spendings. Haley has often vowed that if elected, she'll stop both the spending and the borrowing. Americans are tired of working for Washington. It's time for Washington to start working for us. That's why I'm unveiling my freedom plan. I'll make Washington work for you, not the other way around. The American people are the only ones who will outcompete and ultimately defeat communist China. Haley also blamed her fellow Republicans for the current state of the economy, saying that both parties, quote, spend like drunken sailors. She will participate in the second Republican presidential debate that'll take place Wednesday at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. At the beginning of the show, I told you that on this date in 2016, we lost golfer Arnold Palmer. But his name lives on with one of his favorite drinks, the classic Arnold Palmer, which has just two ingredients, iced tea and lemonade. We'll raise a glass to those celebrating a birthday this Monday. Actor Josh Taylor from Days of Our Lives is 80. Actor Michael Douglas is 79. Model Cheryl Teagues is 76. Happy Days actor Anson Williams, who played Potsy, turns 74. Star Wars actor Mark Hamill is 72. Actress Heather Locklear is 62. And actor-singer Will Smith is 55. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great start to your week. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.